0: tonight's theme is, I will be healed. So I want to start by reading from Matthew's gospel where we took that theme for tonight, chapter 9, verses 18 to 26. While he was saying this, a synagogue leader came and knelt before him and said, my daughter has just died, but come and put your hand on her and she will live. Jesus got up and went with him, and so did his disciples. Just then, a woman who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years came up behind him and touched the edge of his cloak. She said to herself, If I only touch his cloak, I will be healed. Jesus turned and saw her. Take heart, daughter, he said. Your faith has healed you. And the woman was healed at that moment. When Jesus entered the synagogue, when Jesus entered the synagogue leader's house and saw the noisy crowd and people playing pipes, he said, Go away. The girl is not dead, but asleep. But they laughed at him. After the crowd had been put outside, he went in and took the girl by the hand, and she got up. News of this spread through all that region. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I'm just going to kneel for a moment and pray, but you can stay seated. Just unite your heart with mine. Lord Jesus, we believe that you are really, truly, substantially present here, body, blood, Soul and divinity, the Son of God, the Son of Mary, the King of kings and Lord of lords, the Prince of peace, Emmanuel, God with us, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. You are faithful and true, you are the lion of the tribe of Judah the bread of life, the resurrection and the life. Thank you, Jesus, our Savior, our Redeemer, our Lord and our God, for calling us to life, for the gift of faith, for the gift of the relationship that we have with you. Thanks to you. We pray, Jesus, for a fresh outpouring of the Holy Spirit tonight. Heavenly Father, Abba, we come before you tonight in the presence of Jesus, in your presence, and in his holy name we pray that you would pour out your Holy Spirit upon us tonight in a new way, in a fresh way in a way that would bring healing to our minds and hearts and bodies. You know what we need here tonight better than we do. Help us to pray here tonight. Increase our faith. Give us all an expectant faith that we would have a new encounter with you that would be life-giving and healing all you holy apostles, all the chosen band of Jesus who walked with him during his public ministry, pray for us tonight. Help us all here to know that we have been called by name to be friends of Jesus, to be his disciples, that he wants to heal us tonight, that he wants to encounter us in a new way So I was preparing a retreat that I'm going to preach next weekend in Florida, thank you Jesus. In in the Tampa area This time, next week, I'll be in Tampa in short sleeves, God willing. And my phone rings. It's sitting there right on my desk. And I I have the name programmed into my phone, but I don't really recognize the name. And I was looking for a good distraction from my preparation, so I said, I'll take the call. Hello, this is Father Jason. And it's an older woman's voice. And she starts to tell me how about four years ago, she met me at a local parish, and she started telling me about her son, her adult son, uh, who was an alcoholic, and asked me to pray for him. And she was telling her son about me and said, oh, you need to meet Father Jason. And he didn't want to meet me. But then a couple years later, he had hit rock bottom, the proverbial rock bottom. And by the grace of God, he said to his mom, what's the name of that priest you wanted me to talk to? Father Jason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm ready to talk to him. So, she, of course, you can imagine how excited she was. So she calls me up, and she said, I'll take you. Let's call him Jack. Jack, I'll take you. to see if I, No, Mom, I don't want you to come with me. She said, Well, let me lead you there because this house is sometimes hard to find. You could tell she really didn't want him to miss out, right? Didn't want any excuses. So she led him to our house. And from what she's telling me today over the phone, I heard his confession. We prayed together. I anointed him. And he's been sober now for two years. <laughs> Praise God. And she admitted to me, you know, Father, I've been meaning to call you, and I'm a friend of one of your friends that sees you often, and, and I've just been putting it off. And, and finally, I said, today, I'm going to call Father Jason. And I said, well, it's very providential that you called me today, because I'm going to be leading a healing retreat or a, a healing, uh, you know, event tonight at St. Mary's in Royal Oak. And she said, Really? said yeah I said tell your son to come if he wants to and she said I will I can't make it myself but I'll pass along the word and so I don't know if you're here yet tonight he had to work but anyway he's praying every day like hours a day apparently is what she said so maybe tonight some you know God wants to heal somebody of an addiction so I just mentioned that because you never know how the Lord is going to touch your heart Maybe you've been praying for something for a long time and just hoping to get that monkey off your back, and we just pray tonight that the Lord could take that off your back or at least move you in that direction. People who know me know that I like to share the fact that for me, when I pray at these events, I don't always get moved in the moment. So I want to set expectations uh, I want to set reasonable expectations for all of us here tonight. But even though you may not feel something here tonight, I often will get overwhelmed by the presence of God and get moved to tears when I'm in my car all by myself. It, does, it happens often, actually. It happened today, as a matter of fact. So, and I was even by myself in my chapel this morning praying about tonight. I make a morning holy hour, and I was by myself in my chapel before the blessed sacrament. And I was moved in the presence of the Lord, for sure, this morning as I was praying, but even more so when I was in my car and I was listening to this song, and the Holy Spirit just touched my heart at that moment. So I share that because we just never know when the Lord's going to move. So don't be disappointed if you don't get all kinds of consolation here tonight. If you don't feel God doing something tonight, don't worry. It might happen on your way home tonight when you're in the car. It might happen when you lay down on your pillow tonight and go to sleep. It might happen tomorrow morning. It might happen the next time you go to Mass and receive Holy Communion. You never know could be when you're in the shower, right? I mean, we all have our, our places and times that God knows we're going to be particularly open, disposed to receive his revelation, his, his presence, his peace, his joy, his power, his glory in a particular way. So please don't get discouraged if you don't have a Mount Tabor experience here tonight, okay? Can I get an Amen. Okay, good. So, this woman in tonight's gospel, I imagine most of you are pretty familiar with it. As it said, she thought to herself, if I can just touch the tassel of his cloak, I'll be healed. I think her faith, obviously, was something Jesus highlighted her faith in Jesus, but she herself was also in touch. She was aware of her own need to be healed. And I think that's something that we all perhaps have a hard time admitting sometimes. And perhaps we're not even sure what we need to be healed of. But even if we do know or we have some idea of of something that we would like to be healed be it a physical thing, an emotional thing, a spiritual thing, we're not really sure how to ask for that healing, or we're not really sure what our part is in that process. So I hope to untangle that a little bit for us here tonight. I think when Jesus became a man, he became a baby, right? It wasn't that long ago we celebrated Christmas, And it dawned on me this year that by becoming a baby, Jesus was giving all of us permission to be needy. Because he himself became very needy. He became a baby. Totally dependent on Mary and Joseph. Just like all of us were totally dependent on our parents and caregivers to raise us. Jesus himself was needy. And so in that way, he can relate to you and to me and to the needs and desires that we all have. So I think that in and of itself can give you confidence to approach him because he knows. He knows what you need. He understands why you're asking him for help. He gets it. He gets you. And that can always give us confidence then. Because he's not distant. He's not aloof. He's not disinterested. On the contrary, he cares deeply. Just like he cared for that woman tonight in the gospel. And the man who came to him with a very obvious need, my daughter died. So even that was not an obstacle. That was not too much to ask. And so as Jesus healed people, their faith in him increased. I told you one little story. I have another little glory story from the encounter conference that I attended at the end of last year in Grand Rapids. I won't go into all the details, but a mother approached me with her daughter and her daughter had a health issue that had been plaguing her for over two years. And we prayed for her daughter and she was healed of that malady. I got the report from the mom at school a couple weeks later. So you never know when or how God will heal you. But to save you and to heal you are basically one and the same thing. Jesus wants to heal our hearts from sin. That's the one thing in particular that we all need to be healed from, is sin. That's the worst sickness. It's because of sin that death and sickness and pain and suffering entered the world. We can't forget that. If it weren't for original sin, we wouldn't have to be talking about healing. But because of sin, death entered the world. And so we all need to ask God for forgiveness. And sin leaves its mark. Our personal sin leaves a mark, but then the sins of those around us especially those committed against us, it leaves its mark. And so we need to ask God for forgiveness. We need to ask God for healing from the effects of sin. So that's one thing we'll do tonight. We'll ask God to forgive us. We will repent. And then we're going to ask God to help us forgive those who have sinned against us as we pray in the Our Father. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. So sometimes that can be an obstacle to our healing when we're having a hard time forgiving other people. So we'll talk about that in just a minute. And then we're just going to renounce some of these lies that we've believed about ourselves or about God. Because when, when bad things happen to us, especially when we're younger. We have a hard time processing the situation. And we tend to blame ourselves when we're kids. And we don't really understand what's going on. And then the enemy loves to come in when we're vulnerable to speak lies to us about who we are, about who God is about our meaning and purpose and value. Remember, Jesus called the devil the father of lies. And when he speaks lies, he is speaking according to his nature. Jesus, on the other hand, is the truth with a capital T. As Pope Benedict always would say, the truth is not something, it's someone. Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life. And as Paul reminded us in his letter to the Galatians, for freedom Christ has set us free, free from sin, free from the lies of the devil. So after we renounce some of those things, we will, I will take authority We'll we'll break the power of those things over our lives. That's what I refer to when I say get the monkey off your back, right? We'll just tell it to go in the name of Jesus, and it's got to go. And then finally, we'll pray for the Father's blessing to fill us up. We'll pray for baptism in the Holy Spirit, for that fresh outpouring of God's grace and mercy to come upon us to fan into flame the gifts that we've already received and to heal us. And as I go through the aisles with the Blessed Sacrament, we'll continue to pray for that blessing of the Father, for that outpouring of the Spirit to come upon all of us. And that would be an appropriate time to pray for physical healing as well or for any other healing or deliverance that you want in that moment as Jesus comes by. And then at the very end of the night, we'll have a few prayer teams available in the back corner, my right, your left. So there'll be a few prayer teams available if you want to go and ask for more prayer, more healing, if you want to ask for a, a prophetic word of encouragement, you can do that too. So we have lots of opportunities tonight for healing. So as I said, to prepare ourselves for that, let's ask Jesus to forgive us for the times that we have sinned, for the times that we have not trusted in his goodness, in his love, in his mercy, in his plans for our lives. Just repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I'm sorry for all my sins, With all my heart, I'm sorry for my self reliance, my self hatred, my self condemnation. I'm sorry for coming into agreement with the enemy and his lies about who you are and who I am. I'm sorry for doubting you. I'm sorry for trying to control everything. I'm sorry for my own unforgiveness and bitterness and resentment. I'm sorry for my laziness. I'm sorry for my envy and jealousy. For comparing myself to others. I'm sorry for criticizing others. And gossiping about others. I'm sorry for not seeing your image and likeness, your glory reflected in my brothers and sisters and for not seeing that in myself. Lord Jesus, please help me to see and love in myself And in my brothers and sisters, what you see and love in me. Holy Spirit, who do I need to forgive? And maybe a name will come to you or a face or some circumstance that you that happened to you or that you or that happened to a loved one maybe the person you need to forgive is yourself sometimes the hardest person to forgive is yourself let's keep praying lord jesus Please help me to forgive. And I'll just say that forgiveness is not reconciliation. Sometimes we Catholics tend to equate the two, but they're not the same thing. Forgiveness is something that we can choose to do by the grace of God. So it just takes one person. Reconciliation takes two people who are ready, willing, and able to reconcile. But that's not what God is asking us to do. Sometimes it is. But sometimes he knows that's not even possible, this side of heaven. So he's not commanding us to reconcile this side of heaven, but to forgive, which is to say, let it go, give it to God. I like to say we have this desire sometimes to be the the judge, the jury, and the executioner, all in one. So let's pray. Lord Jesus, I let go of this person and this situation, the shame and the guilt and the anger that I feel. I give it to you and I choose to forgive I entrust them to you Lord Jesus and your divine mercy I entrust myself to your divine mercy please forgive me and please forgive those who hurt me I ask you to bless them I ask you to bless me. I want to be healed. I want to be delivered from the burden of sin and shame and fear and guilt. Amen. So inevitably these situations that we had to extend forgiveness to, the people that we had to extend forgiveness to, they made us feel, what? Rejected, stupid, ashamed, scared. And so these are the, the scars, if you will. These are the wounds that Jesus wants to heal So I have a little list here of lies and fears that we can renounce together. Everyone may not apply. If you really don't want to repeat it, you don't have to, but if if you will, just repeat after me. In the name of Jesus, I renounce the lie that God is ashamed of me in the name of Jesus, I renounce the lie that I should be ashamed of myself. In the name of Jesus, I renounce the lie that I'm stupid. In the name of Jesus, I renounce the lie that there's something wrong with me. In the name of Jesus, I renounce the lie that I'm not good enough. In the name of Jesus, I renounce the lie that I don't have what it takes. In the name of Jesus, I renounce the lie that I'm a loser. In the name of Jesus, I renounce the lie that God is disappointed in me. In the name of Jesus, I renounce the lie that I'm all alone. In the name of Jesus, I renounce the lie that nobody cares about me. In the name of Jesus, I renounce the lie that God doesn't care about me. In the name of Jesus, I renounce the lie that I'm not allowed to express my own needs. In the name of Jesus, I renounce the lie that what I want doesn't matter. In the name of Jesus, I renounce the lie. That to show emotion means I'm weak. In the name of Jesus, I renounce the lie that I can't cry. In the name of Jesus, I renounce the lie that I'm crazy. Let's renounce some fears. In the name of Jesus, I renounce the fear of failure. So we'll go back to a lie related to that. In the name of Jesus, I renounce the lie that I have to be perfect. In the name of Jesus, I renounce the fear of rejection in the name of Jesus I renounce the fear of condemnation In the name of Jesus I renounce the fear of humiliation In the name of Jesus I renounce the fear of being abandoned In the name of Jesus I renounce the fear of financial ruin in the name of Jesus. I renounce the fear of COVID in the name of Jesus. I renounce the fear of death. We'll go after a few more things here. In the name of Jesus, I renounce the spirit of doubt. In the name of Jesus, I renounce the spirit of despair. In the name of Jesus, I renounce the lie that it's hopeless. In the name of Jesus, I renounce the spirit of depression in the name of Jesus. I renounce the spirit of addiction in the name of Jesus. I renounce the spirit of alcoholism in the name of Jesus. I renounce the spirit of shame in the name of Jesus. I renounce the spirit of blame. In the name of Jesus, I renounce the lie that it's always my fault. In the name of Jesus, I renounce the lie that I have to make everybody happy. In the name of Jesus, I renounce the spirit of exhaustion in the name of jesus i renounce the spirit of rage in the name of jesus i renounce the spirit of resentment in the name of jesus i renounce the spirit of bitterness in the name of jesus I renounce the spirit of hopelessness. Okay, now I'm going to pray to Jesus and ask him to break all of this stuff off of all of us here. So you just receive. Just imagine, we got this image of divine mercy here. Imagine those rays, that blood and that water, which flowed from the pure side of Jesus. Imagine that just flowing over all of you right now as I pray this prayer, just washing all of this stuff away, taking it out the doors, down the street, into to the foot of the cross, okay? So now in the name of Jesus and by the power of his holy cross and precious blood and with the sword of the Spirit, I now break the power of all these evil spirits and lies, and fears that you just renounced, and I command them all to go now, directly and immediately to the foot of the cross, to be dealt with by Jesus as he wills. You will go bound. You will not touch or harm anything or anyone on the way. You will never come back, and you will never send anything in your place. You will, in fact, be crushed by the heel of the mother of God, and they all said, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Anybody feel that? Yeah, okay, praise God. And if you didn't, don't worry. There's more. There's more. So let's collectively pray for an outpouring of the Holy Spirit, because then we're going to have some silence. And maybe you are somebody who really appreciates the silence. So when I finish here in just a second, we'll have about 10 minutes of silence and just continue to process all that we just prayed together and what we're going to pray here in a moment for God's healing and blessing to come upon you in a new way and then as I said we'll go around with the blessed sacrament and if you want to move at that time get closer to an aisle so that you can touch the tassel of Jesus feel free as I walk by with the Lord I'm going to kneel down I invite you to, to kneel down with me if you can Repeat after me. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Reveal to us the love of God, the mercy of God, and the healing power of God. Heal our hearts, renew our minds, heal our bodies. Drive away all sickness, disease, and illness. Drive away all the fears. Help us to have a new encounter with the living Lord Jesus and the love of the Father. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on us. Heavenly Father, let the fire fall. I'm going to close with a prayer that I wrote called Bathe Me With Your Light. So you can just receive this prayer. Heavenly Father, you are light, and in you there is no darkness. In the beginning, when you created the heavens and the earth, you said, let there be light, and there was light. Lord Jesus, you came into the world as a light, so that no one who believes in you should stay in darkness. We believe that you are the light of the world, and we want to become children of the light. We want to follow you and have the light of life. We want to live by the truth and come into the light, the true light that darkness has not overcome and that gives light to everyone. Lord Jesus, you came to baptize us with the Holy Spirit and fire and to bring fire to the earth. You have called us in righteousness and have taken hold of our hands. Make us a light for the nations to open the eyes that are blind, to free captives from prison, and to release from the dungeon those who sit in darkness. Lord Jesus, bathe us with your light and baptize us in the Holy Spirit. Set our hearts on fire with the power of your love. Fan into flame the gifts that you have already given us and fill us afresh with the Holy Spirit so that we may be clothed with the armor of light and speak the word of God with boldness. In the beautiful name of Jesus, we declare that we have seen a great light and that a light has dawned in our hearts. In the powerful name of Jesus, we proclaim that we are children of the light and children of the day and that we are going to let our lights shine before others so that they may glorify our Father in heaven who has qualified us to share in the inheritance of his holy people in the kingdom of light, where night shall be no more, and where the Lord God will be our light forever and ever. Amen.